This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Find it now wherever you access your favorite podcasts. The Eastern Cape is home to some of our greatest political leaders, and the University of Fort Hare is where many shape their ideologies. You'd imagine every effort would be made to preserve the university's legacy and reputation. Instead, it's a scene of a corrupt feeding frenzy, where criminals stop at nothing to protect their turf, even if it means murdering those who stand in their way. The VC's bodyguard was shot and killed after dropping off Mushlungu at his residence on Friday. On the 6th of January, a quarter to nine at night in the town of Alice in the Eastern Cape, a 51-year-old man, Moneli Vesele, was shot dead, execution style. A fatal shooting of his bodyguard, Moneli Vesele, earlier this month. Vesele had been appointed as bodyguard to the university's vice-chancellor, Professor Saikele Bushung, after death threats and an attempt on the professor's life. But Vesele, a father and breadwinner, was gunned down outside the vice-chancellor's residence in Alice. The bullet that ended his life was believed to have been intended for the VC. But this wasn't the first murder to rock Forte. In May 2022, the university's fleet manager, Piet Rutz, was assassinated near East London's Gnubi off-ramp on his way home from Alice. Eight months on, no arrests have been made. Founded over a century ago, Forte was once a beacon of learning for statesmen across Africa. But a number of criminal investigations at the institution suggest that the once stellar reputation's under attack. The premises of a university campus are supposed to represent academia, prestige, a sense of safety. But what happens behind these walls? is nothing short of sheer thuggery. In what world do academic staff need to get personal bodyguards to survive at an institution for higher learning? Criminality that is creeping in in the areas of the higher learning institutions, that we need to deal with it as such. Forte might not be the only one. We have an immediate issue in Forte to deal with uh, of two murders and the attack of play officials in putting the city. Forte was founded in Alice in 1916 to promote equal education and justice. In 1990, a campus was added at Bishaw and in the 2000s, East London. We visit the Alice campus after Vesela's death and set out to investigate. We find insiders eager to reveal what's gone wrong, sharing anonymous tip-offs and shocking reports. Forte has become a virtual gangland, reeking of corruption, threats and murder. The man in the middle of the latest assassination plot, Vice-Chancellor Professor Saikela Bushung. It's very important that when you understand Forte, the production of the black intelligentsia, of black professionals, the production of medical doctors who did a pre-med BSc here and then proceeded elsewhere, the production of teachers, of lawyers. Heads of state. Heads of state, they came here. After 2016's volatile fees must fall protests, 
A university colleague asked Bushungu to consider joining Forte as vice chancellor and principal. Reluctant at first, he rose to the challenge of reforming the iconic institution. But Bushungu had no idea how much work lay ahead and that danger would stalk his every effort. Even then, I knew that the system is very segmented, that there are poor universities, there are universities that are struggling, and then there are others, like the ones I've worked for, Vets, Pretoria, UJ, UCT, the systems in place. And some of the stories about salaries not paid and perennial protests by students on staff, it wasn't lost on me, even then. So I said, let me go and think about it. Once he joined, the VC examined the institution from inside, implementing systems and cleanups, uncovering gross corruption, and his determination earned him a target on his back, as those benefiting from the rot push back. I've signed a note that I will serve the university. So it is then important that with the task that is lying ahead for, for all of us in university, we are very mindful that we are all at risk. This senior staff member at Fortier joined the VC's cleanup. In the climate of fear, we can't use his name. The latest assassination spooked him as he learned there's a hit on his own life. I've been singled out. So if somebody successfully assassinated me, killing me, that person will be paid 3.5 million. Bushungu's first media interview on the job signaled a rude awakening. A journalist from the Sunday Times, he says to me, do you know that qualifications are being sold in Bisho? I said, no. But once I find out, I'll investigate. Do you know that so-and-so used to work at this university and left the university with a brand new car that belongs to a university and never returned it? I said, oh, I'll investigate. It was those kinds of, those kinds of things. That became a wake-up call. As Bushungu began his crusade, whose toes would he be stepping on? The university's bankers held the next prize. I get phoned by Standard Bank in PE. They said, there's a businessman here. He's asking for a loan. Basically, an East London businessman was trying to exploit his relationships with Forte admin staff to get his hands on a lease agreement, intended as collateral for a bank loan. When the tender went out, he did not apply. And then when the responses came, these ones who applied were pushed out. And this guy, I'm putting it crudely now, he was without making any submission. He was grabbed from the street and given these 66 students. The bank asked the VC to confirm the lease, which he then realized had been forged. So this guy then is in a predicament. What does he do? Through his fans, he finds the template for leases and fills out, fills out, fills out at the end. He forges my signature. I'm telling you, forges my signature. But the scandals at Forte do not only involve corruption by businessmen and service providers. The trail of internal investigations continues, suggesting that prominent politicians and senior government officials have benefited from the university's mismanagement for years. I can confirm that a student by the name of Oscar Mabuyane is the current premier of the Eastern Cape. He threatened the university by taking us to court. 
A report that the university prepared for the special investigating unit shows that Eastern Cape Premier Oscar Mabuyani didn't meet the minimum requirements for a master's degree, and yet Forte's staff had enrolled him. Some of them threatened uh, to, to take us to court. We said, right on. The Premier on. of the Eastern Cape threatened to take yeah, yeah, we to said, court. Yeah, we, we said to everyone, we say, right on, send it to court. He says it's defamation of character. No, 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 his boxes of information. And we know that some of those people there in that group also tried to launder. They didn't have the requisite. They jumped into the MA. They were in the process of laundering that registration. Mabiani told local media that he was taking Forte to court over deregistering him. But Vice Chancellor Sakela Bushungu insists that the group of master's students were deregistered because they were trying to use invalid masters to get doctorates. Responding to our questions through his spokesperson, Mabuyane declined to comment. But Mabuyane's master's admission was not the only questionable one. The leaked internal report for the SIU shows that Nokolo Kivit, Deputy Minister of Public Works and Infrastructure, and a former Eastern Cape Premier, had not met the requirements to proceed to do a master's degree. Responding to our questions in writing, Kivit rejected the allegations and defended the masters she got from Forte. The investigation trail on fraudulent qualifications led us back to former head of Department of Public Administration and PhD supervisor Edwin Ijioma. Ijioma is currently standing trial at the Zuelicha Magistrate Court in Bisho on charges of theft monetary fraud, admission fraud, citizen fraud, and bigamy. The investigation found he fabricated his own undergrad qualifications from Nigeria, which invalidates his PhD. We tried to reach out to Ijioma about the allegations against him. After his arrest, the media has not been able to get a hold of him. The investigation basically confirmed that he entered South Africa from Nigeria with false qualifications. And he also made use of some overseas universities that was never in existence. As revelations of rotten dealings escalated, so did the threat level. Professor Renuka Vital was at home last March when a gunman opened fire on her off-campus residence in Alice. Moments later, the gunman moved across the street to the VC's residence. Then last year, a gunman on an East London street outside the home of Zuki Mabombo, manager in the VC's office. Unable to gain entry, he fires into the air. But the bombshells didn't stop. A recent email from a particular bank from the public sector revealing that the bank had asked Forte to develop and accredit a banking qualification for its staff. Instead, the university developed a bogus course funded by a well-meaning institution setting up students for disappointment. That banking institution knew exactly uh, that they are bringing their students for this particular qualification. And with that qualification, with those certain little tweaks, you're not employable in the banking sector? That qualification in public administration did not conform to banking. Those students were not enrolled for any qualification that had banking. But for the VC, possibly the worst shock was the rot had crept 
right into the heart of management. Until last September, Dr. Oscar van Heerden was Deputy Vice-Chancellor of Institutional Support, a highly accomplished academic with a PhD from Cambridge University. Van Heerden joined Forte after the VC, a perfect candidate on paper, and when he left, he cited the growing security risk as his reason. But Bushungu vehemently disagrees. I think it's the lowest, lowest point for a person to say that that's why I resigned from Forte because I was scared of assassination. No, he lies. In fact, what we know is that you had intervened. Yes. And suspended him. Yes. Upon investigating, as we were going towards the DC, we found that, in fact, he's been hacking into our system. Never before seen documents show that Van Heerden left while on suspension after the university charged him for his alleged involvement in hacking the computer system to access university mailboxes. We contacted Van Heerden on the allegations, but he declined to comment, saying he didn't want to be a target of slander. What's the price tag on your head? But at the time, I think uh, they, they said they want me for 600,000. The first one you saw? Yeah, the first one. I'm sure it has increased by now, and I'm going nowhere. And, that, and that's that. As the SIU investigation gets underway, the whistleblowers on the VC side of the cleanup persist in the belief that the lives already lost will not have been in vain. Professor Sakela Bushlungu's fearless campaign against corruption and maladministration at the university has made him a marked man. But he has made it very clear no bounty on his head or threats to his safety will deter him from rooting out the criminality within its holes. Remember, you can now access carte blanche stories anytime, anywhere, even offline. Carte Blanche, the podcast, is now available on all major podcast platforms. So be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button and be part of our growing online family.